has been 367 days since Michael McDowell somehow derped his way into winning NASCAR's biggest race. That's Michael McDowell. He, he did it. He won the race. We all know how it ended. But is this year going to be any different? Are we going to have a massive barn burner of a finish where everyone gets DNF'd on the last lap? And well, is everyone going to get DNF'd on lap 15? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And then they cruise around and then... <laughs> Cries an Alex Bowman fan. Yeah. Wins the pole. Immediately gets caught up in a wreck. <laughs> that wasn't his fault, too. Well, we're going to look ahead to this year. I'm green. I'm Turnpike. We're going to look at who's driving in this Daytona 500. What team are they driving for? And when do you need to tune in and where? If you want to. We're not forcing you to tune in. You probably should. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have some kind of interest in the Daytona 500. If you don't, you're in for a bad time. First thing we're going to do is look at the drivers for the Daytona 500. There is some moving around this offseason. And by some, I mean a whole heck of a lot. So we'll be going over. It was quite silly what was going on. It's almost like they should call it the silly season. Weird. I don't know. But we are going to look at who has been moved, and we will kind of tell you where they were last year, where they are now. As we go through the standings, in the number one car, Ross Chastain driving for Trackhouse Racing. He drove the 42 car last year. Chip Ganassi sold the team to Trackhouse. Rip. And Trackhouse chose the number one car for Ross Chastain. So... Which is good. It frees up the 42 for someone else we'll be talking about in this list. Exactly. Number two is Austin Cindric. I know. Pretty shocking. This will be the first time for a lot of people that watch that Brad Keselowski does not drive the Blue Deuce. It's somewhere else, and we'll get there in a little bit. Austin Cindric got the call-up from the Xfinity Championship. Which he would have won. The, he should have won the championship last year. Well, he did win uh, two years ago. He did uh, not win playoff format. Year. Anyway. Yes. We, we can rant about that another time. We already have. We will again. I promise. In the number three car, who do you think's in this car? Uh, Austin Dillon, the grandson of Richard Childress. Never would have thought it. Richard Childress, which he's a good driver. He deserves it in the Cup Series, but he's always going to get those Got that good-looking and actually pretty decently good-looking uh, paint scheme this year with Bass Pro Shop. Got a little bit more orange in it. Wasn't yep. a big fan of last year's three car. Yeah. I liked the one before it. It was a great car. It was more Dale Earnhardt-esque. Yeah. But looking good. I think Richard Childress is going to have a great year this year. We've already seen with someone else that we're about to talk about that they've already done better than I expected, and they've already made an improvement over last year. So big hopes Absolutely. for the three-car this year. Number four, Kevin Harvick, driving for Stuart Haas Racing. Had a bit of a down year last year by Kevin Harvick standards. Still a good year for Still most everybody year else. Yeah. Because the entire team was bad last year. So he did great. He got a lot more out of that car than anyone else did. So big hopes for him this year. Maybe uh, his last season, it's looking it like. It might be. Of course, he's got Bush on the side of the car like he normally does. Some other sponsors coming in there as well. Subway Gear Wrench. Other people. So excited to see what Kevin Harvick does at this season. And next, we have the number five car, Kyle Larson, driving for Hendrick Motorsports. He was the 2021 NASCAR champion. An amazing comeback story from not really having a seat in the sport in 2020 after some personal mistakes. So he won the championship, and he's back again in the number five Hendrick car Chevrolet. Do we expect him to have a better season than last year? I don't think it's possible. I don't think better, but I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be good. I don't know if he wins two in a row. I don't think so. I don't think he wins an entire month of races, no. Yeah, so. 
in number six, now we have Brad Keselowski moved over to what was Roush Fenway Racing. Now it's RFK, Roush Fenway Keselowski. Uh, struggled a little bit in the clash. Not as fast as I thought he would be. Of course, that might just be him on short tracks. I cannot tell you for sure. But Which I think it seemed be, like he saw that coming. It I think really he did. did. I yeah. think he did. Now, there's also a chance that maybe he was saving that car, like we talked about. BJ McLeod was saving the car. Maybe he was saving the car, waiting for the Daytona 500. Uh, because, you know, Brad and his never-ending quest of winning the Daytona 500 again. That's like yeah. his number one goal every year. But I think also if you're Ryan Newman, you're pretty excited that uh, Brad Keselowski didn't do great in the clash because now it proves that you were not the problem. Yeah. As no. of uh, so far. Granted, so far. it's also a brand new car, so it's not the same equipment at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still the same concept. Yeah. So, In the same shop that Alan Kowicki built his famous number seven Hooters car, we have the number seven Spire Motorsports driven by Corey LaJoy. I think a he's going to have penny a better stacker. season. He's a real penny stacker. I think <laughs> he'll have a better season than a lot of people expect. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that that 7 car and that 77 car that we'll get to later. He is a good driver. I think that they'll have a pretty decent year this year. I think there's a, I think this year is going to be a lot. I don't think there's going to be as many backmarkers. I think it's going to be a lot more competitive all throughout the field this year. Me, too. Me, too. And number eight, my guy. The guy I've been preaching for the all-off season Tyler Reddick love Tyler Reddick you know we a lot of people were giving him a lot of grief during uh, next gen uh, testing because he spun the car out so many times yeah I think and I said this at the time go back and listen to our next gen cars next gen problems episode he's figuring out the limits of that car yeah he is figuring out that car he's very adaptable Mm -hmm. and I think he's going to have a great seat now some people are picking him to win the driver's championship yeah I don't know if I'd pick that yet I think he will win a championship, in my opinion. I think he'll get one. But I don't know if it's uh, – I think it's slightly too early to think that, especially yeah. as Childress is in essentially a rebuilding phase. Yeah, because that is yeah. who he's driving through is Richard yep. Childress. Yeah. Yep, he's in that eight car for them. And I think uh, – I don't think it's going to be a championship season, but I think it'll be at least playoffs, and I think it'll be at least round to 12 at minimum, if not round to eight. Oh, yeah. Up next, we have the number nine, Napa. Chevrolet, driven by Chase Elliott, Hendrick Motorsports powered. Chase Elliott is most popular driver, I think, what is it, three times in a row now? It's ever since Junior left. Yeah, yeah ever since Junior left. So most popular driver, 2020 NASCAR Cup Series champion. I think we can expect good things from him. I don't think it's going to be a breakout season again or anything like that, but I think we can expect good things from him. I expect multiple wins. Yeah, me multiple too. Multiple wins. Me too. Number 10, we have... A favorite of the podcast, Eric Amarola, Mr. Crispy Bacon himself. Oh my gosh. Eric Amarola in the 10 car. I felt Did bad not after that have joke. a great clash. Of course, wrecked out of the clash. Major damage to that 10 car. Did great in qualifying for it though. Pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was very good for Eric Amarola. And uh, I think I think he'll have a better season this year than he did last year. He is going into his final season. It so. will be his last season, so I think he's going to try to want to finish on a high note and uh, ride that off into the sunset. Number 11 car. We have a fan favorite. I don't know about that. I know. It's not a favorite. No one. A lot of people don't like him anymore. Denny Hamlin in the number 11 FedEx Joe Gibbs Racing Toyota. He is coming off of his one two, oh, zeroth championship. Ooh, yeah. As the joke with Denny I Hamlin. I have as many championships as Denny Hamlin does. I do too, dude. I, I, think, we're I think we need to be in the Hall of Fame if he gets in. Yeah, we have the same amount of championships. Exactly. So, hopefully he gets one sometime. I No, hopefully he doesn't. 
I think it'd be kind of a funny kind of Mark Martin. Mark Martin thing, no championship. Yeah. So, good driver, doesn't have a championship, needs to get there. Very, very good history in the Daytona 500. Very. He is a very good super speedway racing, especially at Daytona. So, yeah. that could be a good opportunity for him to get an early win. Number 12, driving for Team Penske. No scallops this year, though. No scallops. No scallops. But a good-looking car. It's pretty decent. Ryan Blaney, he's going to be, I don't know if he's running the advanced scheme or what he's running for the Daytona 500, but it'll probably look pretty good. He's running, had a great year last year. You could call it a breakout year for uh, Ryan Blaney. Went from, you know, usually he would win one race a year somewhere. Last year, what, he won three races? Yeah, Two back-to-back. He won Atlanta, Michigan, and Daytona. Great year for Ryan Blaney. I think he's going to suit to this car very well. I think he's going to have a great year. I don't know if he's going to win three races again like he did last year, but uh, anything's possible. I think he's going to have a fantastic year. Number 14 is going to be Chase Briscoe in the Stuart Haas Racing Ford. My man. Your man? I love Chase Briscoe, dude. Uh, he's kind of a, eh, to me. He's good. I'm curious to see what he does. He's a very good racer. Don't get me wrong. I remember going to the Charlotte Roval, and I think it was 2019, and it was back when it was like the big three in Xfinity. It was Cole Custer, Chase Briscoe, and Christopher Bell, I think, was the big three at the time. And that was just all the talk because they were winning everything. So he's a very good driver. I hope he gets um, some progress made this year. He is a guy that, like, he, he races for Ford in the Michelin Pilot Challenge at um, Daytona. So he, he does road course racing as well with a Ford Mustang kind of more GT style car will help with this yeah. new next gen car. Yeah, he comes with like backing not from like a Ford team but like Ford Ford. So of course you're talking about you know if uh, they switch to Dodge here in a couple years that he might leave because he's a Ford driver through and through. They support him heavily. Number 15 fun times to be had David Reagan. The Reagan man. Reggae man is going to be back. Now, I I think I just saw a tweet that he is planning on running a couple of races this year. Yeah. Possibility of Atlanta. I think he's got to talk to something about it. But I think it'll be interesting. Of course, he is running for Rick Ware, who technically won their first event. They technically won their first event, LCQ2. After Ty Dillon got disqualified, Rick Ware racing technically won that race with Ryan Priest. Technically, that's her first win in NASCAR. Nice. I was ex- so excited. They are a winning organization. I expect a championship. I this expect year. at least three straight championships from Rick Ware. But yeah, I have I have higher hopes for them. They said they were going to be more competitive. This car can make them more competitive. I think it's going to be great. Another team that's looking forward to this new car is the number sixteen College Racing, driven by Daniel Hemrick. Daniel Hemrick's a guy. He he kind of stumbled his way into the. 2021 Xfinity Series Championship because of the format. Great driver, can never finish it. I hope that he does well. Number 17, Chris Busher, driving for Roush Fenway Keselowski, RFK. Had a couple moments last year that were very good. Uh, Miami comes to mind. Led a lot of laps in that Miami race. Of course, our boy William Byron ended up winning that race. But uh, I think they're going to have a great year. I don't I'll take that back. I don't know if they're going to have a great, great year. I think they're going to be about where they were last year. I think RFK is in kind of a rebuilding process. Brad's in there now. They're going to. They're kind of in a building process. Yeah. Honest, yeah. They ain't been nothing the last little bit. Yeah. I think they're going to. I don't think they're going to be great this year, but I think they're going to. They're setting themselves up for the future. 
And I think you can't be mad about that. Next, we have the Candyman, number 18 in the Mars Candy. I bet it'll be Eminem for the 500. For the Joe last, Gibbs Racing. For the last year. Yeah. That's going to be so for sad. For the last year, it's the Eminem's Toyota. By Joe Gibbs Racing, we have Kyle Busch, the Candyman. He um, is not usually a contender for the 500, but in the other races, he will be something we will be talking about a lot. Again, last season for Mars, being on the car, it's very sad to hear. I hope maybe we can get interstate batteries to help kind of take their spot there because they may have some pretty awesome paint schemes, and I think they could rock it with this new number placement. Number 19, we have Martin Truex Jr. in the Bass Pro Shops Joe Gibbs Toyota Camry. Retire already. Yeah, he's not. I don't think he's got much longer. Well, if he keeps making Final Fours, why would you retire? Because I don't like him. I mean, that's your opinion. So, he can, anyway. He can retire with Ricky. <laughs> I think that Joe Gibbs, last year, kind of under underperformed last year. All of last year, Joe Gibbs did. Um because Hendrick was just beating everybody. Yeah, Hendrick was just a, a monster there. You know, you're finishing one, two, three, four, all that fun stuff. I think they're going to have a better year. I think that goes for Kyle Busch as well and for uh, Denny and Christopher Bell. I think they're going to have a much better year. So uh, good luck to all of the Joe Gibbs guys. In the number 20, we have Christopher Bell driving the Joe Gibbs Racing Toyota. Um, we don't have a sponsor listed yet. I would assume it's going to be DeWalt is my first guess. Or Ream. Or Ream. But in the number 20 car, Christopher Bell has been kind of hit or miss a lot of the times. So I think he really needs to improve this season. When he's on it, he's on it. Exactly. But when he's not, he's yeah. not. And that's just that's just part and parcel for it. You know, he won at the road course last year, at the Daytona road course. That was a great race. You know, you went in your second race ever in quality equipment. I think he's got a good potential here. I think he's gonna have a. I think he's gonna have a better. Year. I think at least multiple wins. Mark me down as a too early prediction. Multiple wins. All right, I'll mark that down and I'll make fun of you when he doesn't do it. Okay. Twenty-one. Not Matt De Benedetto. De Burrito is eaten. The Italian stallion is not in the twenty-one. This year it's Harrison Burton, another Toyota racing driver that got snatched away by another team. Now he's with Ford Motorcraft Quick Lane Dex Imaging. Wood Brothers Mustang, just throwing as many sponsors on as you can. They're gonna they be use uh, their space racing before too long. <laughs> Maybe they use their space very poorly on the paint scheme. It looks bad. Yeah, but uh, I think Harrison will. Uh, this will be really interesting. Like we talked about with Christopher Bell in the Xfinity series last year, he's kind of hit or miss. He's either winning the race or he's like, where's where's Harrison at? Yeah. You know, me being a Noah Gragson fan, you know, he took a couple off Noah. Uh, I don't have any harboring resentment towards i love harrison oh i like him i just mad that he always steals victories from <laughs> from noah that's because he's good yeah he is good he's a great race car driver in the number 22 in the shell pennzoil penske ford we got joey logano 2018 nascar cup series champion he is usually around by the end of these super speedway events he has a good. He's really good at surviving these races. Really good chance of picking up another Daytona 500. 23, the man who just had a documentary come out about him that I've heard a lot of people really enjoyed. Bubba Wallace, assumedly driving with the McDonald's sponsorship for the Daytona 500. Won on a super speedway last year. Won at Talladega. So I think, you know, hopes are high. He's pretty good at super speedways, even when he was with a... Uh, 
in petty equipment, he was good on super speedways. So we'll see how that goes for him. Of course, this year, especially with a teammate, has some of the highest pressure of anybody in this field. You know, of course, Bubba has a lot of fans and a lot of haters also. You know, a lot of people dislike Bubba for whatever reason. I don't understand why people dislike Bubba Wallace. And they're always looking for some way to, uh, you know, be mad at him. He needs to beat Kurt Busch. He needs to have multiple wins and beat Kurt Busch. Because that, I think that would silence a lot of, of people that hate him unjustly. I think a non-super speedway win would still be yep. a win on a season. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I mean? agree. If he won, even if even if it was something like Kansas or something, win yeah. Kansas, you know, yeah, win a win a race that is not a super speedway, yeah. and I, and he can do it. He clearly can. So, I'm looking forward to see what Bubba does this year. Up next in the 24, Exalta, Hendrick, Chevrolet, we got William Byron, Woo! Willie B, future NASCAR champion. I'm He's got to be. I'm calling I'm, it. I'm calling it, too. So My case full of William Byron diecasts would have to agree with you. We may be slightly biased. but oh, I'm totally biased. William Byron's driving the 24 car. I really do think this is going to be a good season for him. Could be wrong. You know how that goes. We're usually wrong. Yeah, you know how that is. In the 27 car. You get the hard name. We have Jacques Villeneuve. Is that how it's pronounced? That's how I say it. Oh, okay. That's how a lot of people say it. That's how I say it. Driving for... Team Hesberg. So the other guy that will be driving that car this year is uh, Loris Hesemans. I'm saying that completely wrong. I'm, I actually really like him. He competes in uh, NASCAR, the Euro Series, 2021 and 2019 uh, Series champion. He's very good, especially at road courses. I would expect him to surprise at some road courses this year if he, if he runs them. Clearly, dude can wheel. You know? This is a part-time team, we yeah, should add. Yeah, part-team, uh, part-time. There's no uh, no charter involved here. Fairly certain, yeah, no charter. So they're going to have to race their way in. Of course, Jacques, F1 champion, he's been over, and he's raced in the NASCAR Euro Series, too, and he's won there. I'm excited to see what they do. It's always cool to have new teams in the sport, and I hope they do very well. Up next, we have the 31 of Justin Haley driving for Colleague Racing in a Chevrolet. This is a guy that I expect to do really well this season. If the clash is any indicator... Yes, he, he is was a, top five in the class. He the whole is a time. solid racer who has been with Spire when Spire was nothing but a money-making business. Mm-hmm. His time with Spire, while he did get a cup win, he is technically a Cup Series winner. However controversial that was, he did not get a good showing at Spire, but it's because of what Spire was at the time. This will be a good chance for him to show him what he's got. Colleague is already running with the big dogs. If he hadn't have been taken out by Larson, I think he would have been in the mix just like everybody else for that race for the clash. But uh, Justin Haley's going to do good things this year. 34, defending champion for front motorsports, Michael McDowell. Don't know what there really is to say. Made the playoffs. Had a decent year. You know, rode that momentum out. He did. Duh. And I think he's going to do well this year. I think he's going to do better than he did. He in didn't the, do good in, in the previous. clash. No, not good in the clash. But well, uh, he didn't make it to the clash. Yeah, I think I think he'll have a pretty decent year. I don't think he's going to have nearly as much success as he did last year. I think you'll be about what we expect from front row. In the thirty-eight, also front row motorsports, you got Todd Gillen. We don't have a sponsor listed for him yet. This is a driver that I'm kind of puzzled about. He did all right in the truck series. We have no idea how he's going to do in the Cup Series this year. I really don't have a clue. I expect him to be in the back half of the pack for all of the year, if you want to know the honest truth. But, solid guy. Hopefully he can get an early 
higher position in the super speedway race. 41, I think it's Cole Custer. I don't know. I've I've never seen his face during a race. Oh my gosh. So, I don't even know. Does the does the 41 even run full time? Yes, it does. So I've never seen it. Cuz <laughs> it's it's just an invisible car. I don't understand. Cole Custer running that for uh Stuart Haas. I think I mean, he has to have a better year than he did last year, right? Last year was just so bad. You can't go any farther down than what a lot of those guys had last year. Better year for Cole Custer, I think it's got to be. You can literally only go up from last year. Absolutely. Up next, we got the 42 car of Ty Dillon driving for a new kind of collaboration of a team with Petty GMS. GMS was talking about starting a cup team. Richard Petty has been in the rumor mill of what's going to happen to that team for a long time. It's finally been announced they have now merged. In the 42 car, kind of reminiscent of some Petties, Ty Dillon, the bulldozer of a man, has no mercy. Checkers or wreckers? Unless, until you, and most until of the time you, it's wreckers. Until you get checkers and then you get disqualified for jumping the start. Yes. In the 42, we have Ty Dillon. In the 43 car, the car that I root for solely because of its number, we have Eric Jones. This year, Focus Factor came in. And uh, they're going to be a primary for most races, like I said, for Petty GMS. So, you know, like I said, being a Richard Petty stan, I'm rooting for this car. I'm rooting for the 42 as well, but I'm really rooting for this car in particular. I think Eric Jones is a perfectly fine driver. The car is on a better spot than it has been in years past. I think he'll be about about 20th. I think he's going to be fringe playoffs. I don't. I think he'll be competing for that last playoff spot, personally. I think he's going to do better this year. I personally think you're dumb, but we'll continue. I personally think you're probably right. (laughs) The next car is a little bit of speculation. Number 44, NY Racing. We know very little about this organization. Do we have a manufacturer even? Chevrolet. The one thing we do know, other than the Chevrolet, is that Greg Biffle is the driver they're talking about bringing in. Retired, what? The Biff. Five years ago, something something like that. that. And he's talking about coming back. He's been racing short track stuff, to my knowledge. Coming back for the Daytona 500, possibly. We are recording this last week. We could either get confirmation or it could be debunked. We we have no way of knowing. Please don't yell at us. In the 45, the new car for 2311 Racing, Kurt Busch, brought that Monster Energy sponsorship. That car looks nice. It I, does look I like good. it. I wish that Monster Energy would use some of their other colors for their other cans. On the car, but they're not going to do that. Yeah. I think, like I said, Bubba has a lot of pressure on him to beat this car. He needs to beat Kurt to get all these unnecessary haters off his back about the people that hate him. So I think for Kurt, he needs to be there. He's going to develop, you know, Bubba. He's going to teach him a lot of tips and tricks. With the inclusion of a champion like Kurt, it's going to raise 2311. Call me crazy. I think they win at least one race. Crazy. They win at least one race like they did last year. But I think this race, it isn't going to be like some random playoff shortened, you know, rain race. It's going to be like an out and out win. One of the two is going to win. Up next in the 47 car for JTG Doherty. 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 Just to make you mad. Doherty. Sponsored by everybody and their third cousin. (laughs) Every person, every brand on earth is sponsoring the 47. We have Recky Spinhouse. The worst driver to ever touch a car. That is absolutely and not And we're going to move on to the next car now. That is not true. Ricky Spinhouse is going to have a better year, I think. 
I, well, I say I hope they do. I hope do. he has a better bumper. I hope they do because I support Darty and everything they do, and I want them to have a great year so they get some better sponsorship, keep the team floating. And isn't it poetic that we get to go from you talking about your least favorite driver to me talking about my favorite driver? Recky sucks. 48, Ally, Hendrick Chevrolet, Bowman the Showman. My favorite driver in the Cup Killing Series, tracks left Alex and right. Bowman. If he wins, you better watch out. Because your track is your track is done. <laughs> he your won track at Chicagoland, which we don't race at anymore. Won at Dover, which is speculating not to have a date in the future. He won at Martinsville, and they cut their date, their they first their race, race to five hundred to four hundred. Yeah. Didn't he win one more and it died? Pocono. I think they lost a date, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Pocono lost a date after he won. See, if 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 Bowman wins, just go ready and sell your season tickets because you're not coming back. Great year last year. Underperformed in the playoffs. But had, what, like four wins? A lot of wins. Of course, he was a beneficiary of a couple lucky wins, you know, at Pocono when Kyle Larson cut his tire going into the final turn. You know, got to be at the right place at the right time. Exactly. Of course, was the winning car in the uh, Hendrick one two three four race? Yeah, of course, I'm totally biased. Uh, he's going to win all 36 races this year. You heard it here first. Alex Bowman winning all 36 races. I'm just going to play that recording over and over when people say you're a reliable source for information. I am a reliable source. He's going to win every race. <laughs> Up next, this team exists, and we didn't think it did for a long time. The Money Team, owned by Floyd Mayweather. Say that again. Floyd Mayweather. There we go. Owned by Floyd Mayweather. In the Chevrolet, we got Kaz Grala. Kaz. Kaz. That's a mean name. It's like Kale Yarborough. It's like, that's a mean-sounding name, Kaz Grawler. With the ugliest car in the field. I don't know if ugly is the right word for it. I think bright. ridiculous is the right word for it, and I love it. Everybody will need you a pair of their sponsor, Pit Viper sunglasses. That's good marketing. That is good mar- I appreciate that marketing. Bright car. Their future is so bright, you got to wear sunglasses. <laughs> in the 50 for Rick Ware Racing, we have somebody that's 51. named. 51. The 51 for you Rick idiot. Ware Racing. Somebody whose name happens to be in the title of the team. Tony Stewart. Woo! Uh, no, it's uh, Cody Ware. Oh, whoops. Did th- surprisingly well in the clash. Surprisingly well in the clash. Just missed out, but overperformed. A lot of people were very surprised. I thought he did great. I don't think they're going to be a top team this year, but I don't think they're going to be the worst. I don't think they're going to be the worst this year. I think there's not going to be a clear-cut bottom team this year. Because I think they're going to be shifting around so much and fighting each other so much, yeah. That there's going to be the person at the bottom of the totem pole is going to be changing. So, up next we have the number fifty-five motor business management, huh? <laughs> MBM. MBM. That's who it is. Um, JJ Yelly would be the driver. This team is not usually a good team when they show up. I do believe that this will be one of the teams that we just kind of it, it is noticeable. They are behind the pack. Because they're they're not a charter team. They don't get the focus. They're not focusing on it as much as everyone else is. I They don't have the money to throw at it. They're not a charter team. They'll be racing for their spot in the duel. We'll talk a little bit about that before the end of the episode. J.J. Illy's driving the 55. Noah Gragson's driving the, 50, the 62 car for Beard Motorsports. Now, I'm a big Noah Gragson fan. I might be biased, but I'm going to try not to be. I don't think this team's going to do very well. I think it's going to be a more kind of like NBM. 
Well, we have seen Brendan Gaughan in the past do He's pretty done well. well at Super Speedway. Plus, he landed that flip one time. That was bonus points <laughs> for being cool, I guess. But yeah, I think, of course, I don't know how well they'll do. I think last year they got they got knocked out in the opens, and the, and the duels. If there is a year where a team like Beard could go out and do extraordinarily well, this is the year that that would do that would happen. And in the number 66 is the Intimidator. Timmy Dater, Timmy. Timmy Hill. In the number 66, MBM car. Again, it's going to be a backmarker car. All of us have a special place in our hearts. We all love Timmy. For the Intimidator. The Intimidator. I love, there's a thread I have saved on my Twitter where it's like um, NASCAR or a broadcast and someone who is broadcast a race said, the Intimidator is in the lead, and then literally like 50 seconds later says, the Intimidator is no longer in the lead. The Intimidator is going to send them all straight to Hill. Get it? It's to good. Hill. To Hill. To Hill. Going to send them straight to Hill. That was the joke. Anyway, in the 77, <laughs> we have Landon Castle driving for Spire. We think it's Landon Castle. They have not announced They have this. not officially announced Landon Castle. I hope it's Landon Castle. I love Landon Castle. You love Landon Castle. We all love Landon Castle, and we all want to see him do well. Running for Colleague this year with the Voyager sponsorship. Such a cool-looking car. Such a cool-looking car. Yeah. I have high hopes for him in Xfinity. Lesser hopes in Cup because of his equipment. This year as a whole for his entire career is going to be very good. Up next in the 78 car, we have BJ McLeod for Live Fast Motorsports. I don't have much more to say other than their cars drive like the game plays. Uh, they're sponsored by NASCAR Ignition, so they're probably going to not start. And there's then, no wheel support. <laughs> there's no wheel support. They're going to glitch out <laughs> in the middle of the racetrack. That's hilarious. <laughs> they, he starts like on lap like, like lap, spawns in the sky. <laughs> like lap six. They're going to not throw cautions out of the big one, and you're just going to keep driving full force into the thing. Like after like six laps, your wheel's going to his like wheel's going to disconnect. That's hilarious. The pedals just stop working. We have one more driver. And it's a great one, too. Daniel Suarez. I love Daniel Suarez. The first Mexican-born driver to win a championship in the top three series. And I think he's I think he's going to get a win this year. I Me too. I think Trackhouse is on the right path. I love their business model. They've got all these cool sponsors. The Tootsies, I think, is sponsoring. Uh, yeah, Tootsies Orchid Lounge is sponsoring the 500. Got some cool sponsors. Every car they have is great. They released the Comscope car. They all look awesome. Whoever's doing paint schemes for Trackhouse, you are doing a fantastic job. Give that person a raise. We love them. I think they're going to do great. I love Daniel Suarez. I love his helmet. I love how he's always wearing that Coca-Cola kind of, I think it's Coca-Cola, that branded sombrero when he comes out. Yeah. He's a cool character. Yeah. You, I want to root for more people like Daniel Suarez. Yeah. He's really He's such awesome. a cool story coming from Mexico, coming in, winning that championship, and all that's happened to him since, falling down from Haas to, you know, to all the way down. Yeah. You know, from Gibbs Haas, you know, just falling to, down the ladder. To Gaunt. To Gaunt, and now he's back in a team that he is their guy. He is the guy for Trackhouse, and that is so awesome. Of course, Trackhouse being owned by Pitbull, Pitbull has dove head first into NASCAR. Yeah, he's doing all sorts of stuff all over the place. I think he really enjoys it. Yeah, and that is super cool. He's more hands-on than Michael Jordan is. Yeah, he is. So I'm I'm all up for it, man. That is your entire driver lineup. The entries so far as of February 9th, like I said. We shouldn't see any more. The only thing that we really don't know about is the 
NY Racing entry, but it, it seems more and more like that's going to happen because that would get debunked sooner than just stay on there. You know, it, it, it's not going to stay on there if it's probably not legit. And just to let you know who is the open, we have a total of 42 entries. There's a 40-car cap on the field, and the people who will have to fight for their position who are not already locked in based on the charter system are Timmy Hill in the 66, Noah Gragson in the 62, J.J. Yelly in the 55, Kazgrala in the 50, Greg Biffle in the 44. Everyone else... Except for the 27. I forgot the 27 as well. Jacques Villeneuve. Is that how you said it? I say Jacques Villeneuve. 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 People say it differently. I think it's Villeneuve. Anyways, those drivers are not locked in. There are 36 locked in positions, and they have to fight for 37 through 40. That will happen in the duels, and I will tell you right now where to watch all this on TV this weekend. Because we have a full weekend of practice and actually a full week of practice and duels and qualifying and the race. So, and qualifying was yesterday. We don't know how that went. We don't know who's on the poll. Y'all let us know because we are stuck here in the past. But tonight will be the duels um, to decide the lineup. That is where those drivers will fight for those final positions. That will be on FS1 tonight at 7 p.m. Um, it says second one will be 8.45. It's approximately because it's, it's going to be directly after. Then tomorrow, Daytona 500 practice at 6 p.m. That'll be on FS1. Um, on Saturday at 10.30 a.m., there will be another practice. That'll be on FS2 if you want to watch that. And this Sunday, February 20th, will be the Daytona 500 at 2.30 p.m. So that will be a good time. We are going to do one last thing, and that's we're going to make our picks. And we're going to run a season between ourselves. Me and Turnpike are very competitive. And probably an unhealthy amount of competitiveness. He, did, he couldn't beat me when we played football together, so he's trying to figure out some way to get one up. Well, on I was also a toothpick. Still are. No, I'm I'm a fat toothpick. I've got I've got the breakability of a toothpick, but the width of an eighteen wheeler. So relatable. <laughs> we are going to run this. I've kind of taken inspiration from a couple different formats that I've seen before. We are going to pick our driver. We will no longer have access to pick that driver for the remainder of the season until the playoffs begin. When the playoffs begin, it's a clean slate. We will receive the points that the drivers we pick receive. So, do we want to count stage points? I don't necessarily. Just count finishing position. We'll just count finishing position. No stage points, just finishing position. Turnpike, who are you picking for the Daytona 500? I'm going bigger going home. I, I'm hoping that if I pick this right, it will be so big that I will just ride this momentum out. Who was on pole last year? Was it William? No. Who was it? It's Alex. Alex. Who was on pole the year before? You're gonna pick Alex Bowman. I'm as picking your first. Ba, 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 Bowman. He's my guy. And I'm you're hoping to have him for the rest of the year. Until I don't playoffs. care if he wins any other regular season races. As long as he wins a Daytona 500, I'm fine. Okay. I'm picking Alex Bowman. I will very. And here, here's the thing: happen. is his luck in the past Daytona 500s has been very bad. 
Yeah. He has really bad luck. Last year, the big one, lat 15, you know how that went. But I think if he can stay out of trouble, he can win the race because he's always qualifying pretty much on pole. Yeah. I'm going Alex Bowman. Risky because he could DNF and I get nothing. Yeah. So I'm going, this is going to be a swinger. It's swing and a miss or a swing and out of the park. I'm going to go with Michael McDowell. No! No way do you pick Michael McDowell. Yes. And it's not because I think he's going to win again. It's because it's a super speedway race, and I'm not trying to use one of my good guys at a super speedway race. Uh, well, there you go. There's a change in <laughs> change in opinion. All right. We'll see how that plays out. We'll see how big of a lead I have going into next week. You wait. Michael, Mc- <laughs> Michael McDowell is going to DNF. And Alex Bowman's going to win the race. You're going to DNF. You know what? Maybe I will. <laughs> I'm going to DNF just to prove you wrong. <laughs> okay, that's fine. When you get in your car to leave, I'm going to DNF you. And, uh, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hey, now. Hey, now. But All right. Well, I know that was a lot of talking and rambling going through the lineup, but I hope that we got you better prepared to know where everyone at is at to help you enjoy the Daytona 500 and the dual races this weekend. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Turnpike. I'm Green. And remember, this is Right Sides Only. Where if you ain't right, you get left. Boogity, 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 amen.